RCR with Paul Brennan, Reality Check Radio. So yesterday afternoon, the preview came out. This is the pre-election fiscal update and a lot of interest in this one. Well, because it's a pre-election update, but also this election is um, it's a kind of, I don't know, out there election, let's say. So what does it all mean? What are they saying? What state is the economy in, et cetera, et cetera? Rob McCulloch, Professor Rob McCulloch from the Auckland University joins us again. Rob, thanks for coming on this morning. Yeah, thanks for having me. Okay, so um, first of all, um, right off the top, before we go into the points, what do you make of yesterday's pre-few? Well, I thought it uh, reflected the parlous state of uh, the Kiwi government's finances and the shocking state of our economy. Uh, The IMF rank our forecast 2024 GDP growth as 158th out of 159 countries in the world in their regional economic outlook. Uh, So relative to the rest of the world, uh, we're almost bottom. And uh, yesterday's exercise by Grant Robertson was an exercise in spin and uh, probably a good reflection uh, of the old saying uh, that there uh, lies, damn lies, and statistics. So he was trying to uh, twist the statistics to put a positive spin, a positive narrative on a very bad situation. Okay, so here's how it's headed up in the media statement I have in front of me. Preview shows no recession, growing economy, more jobs, and wages ahead of inflation. Yeah, so you'd think Kiwi families were getting ahead. Now, I would characterize what you just read out as lies, damn lies, and statistics. And the mainstream media should be ashamed of themselves for that headline. Uh, They're saying, look... Well, well, to be fair, Rob, that's the media statement from Grant Robertson's office, but... It, it, you can be assumed that some mainstream media will... I will, saw the, I saw the mainstream media... Oh, okay, you saw it come through there. Right, ...based yeah. on that statement. So uh, it's a absolutely misleading statement. Um, it's inferring that not only is the country uh, getting ahead, but Kiwi households are getting ahead. Now, that's not true. Total GDP is forecast to rise just over 1% over the coming year, and our population is increasing by 2%, around 100,000 a year. So because the total pie output's going up only 1%, the population's going up 2%, GDP per capita is dropping at a rate close to 1% a year. So Kiwis are going backwards at a very large effect. And if you measure recession as GDP on a GDP per capita basis, we're entering a deep recession over the next year. It's only if you uh, add the 100,000 more Kiwis uh, uh, immigrants coming to this country that you can start saying, well, the total economy is growing. But on a per capita basis, Kiwis are going backwards. So I think it was an extremely misleading uh, line from Grant Robertson to say, uh, wages are increasing by more than inflation. The economy is is getting bigger. And if you want a graph in Grant Robertson's own uh, 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 Treasury report, which he didn't quote, 
to prove that he's misleading 5 million Kiwis, I would recommend all of your viewers uh, download the preview from the Treasury and figure 1.1. It's got real GDP, but also real GDP per capita. And it's on uh, page seven of the report, and it shows GDP per capita dropping over the next few years. Kiwis are going backwards. Kiwi households are going backwards. Our incomes are dropping. And the finance minister fudged the numbers, and he fudged them by reporting a totals number. And the only reason the totals went up is because 100,000 more immigrants are coming to the country. So I, I cannot uh, overstate the degree to which he misled the country, to which he's got not just a hole in his own budget, he has put a hole in the budget of 5 million Kiwis. And he should have the decency and honesty to actually say over the next year that the Treasury's own forecasts show GDP per capita dropping and Kiwi households going back, backwards. Surely the folks in Treasury, they know this. They know what figure really counts, you know, at uh, the, the back or the front doorstep of the average Kiwi household. They know this is being spun. You you don't know the answer to this, maybe. But surely as professionals in Treasury, Treasury, there'd be a certain level of discomfort in the way this is being put out, you would have to say, would you? Yeah. Well, I know there's discomfort because my back channels in the Treasury have just told me what you tell me. So maybe the finance minister should just uh, stop uh, misrepresenting what his own Treasury officials are saying, because I know that they're unhappy with it as well. Okay, well, uh, I've got a few other points here, which are just uh, some numbers. Economy to grow 2.6% on average over forecast period. Is that, again, immigration driven substantially? Well, it's hard to know, uh, you know, in the longer term how immigration is going to go. Um, So these longer run forecasts, you know, they're very uncertain. But we do know that it's running at a rate at the moment of around 100,000 per annum. And we know that Hipkins hugely uh, released uh, all, all many of the immigration restrictions. So uh, what happened, the, the rough sort of economic history of it is that because of the extended border restrictions that went on too long um, as we emerged from COVID, and when the pr- current prime minister uh, was education minister, he failed to build up domestic skills, both in the in the apprenticeships, polytechnics, schools and universities. And so when the uh, we emerged from the pandemic, uh, there weren't local skills. And the only way out uh, for the prime minister, because business was desperate to have skilled, skilled labour, was to uh, vastly increase immigration. So he's running at 100,000 a year. Um, he's trying to bail out the Kiwi economy on the backs of 100,000 immigrants, and he never built up uh, the domestic skills to do that. Now, we don't know if it's going to keep running at a rate of 100,000 a year. In fact, you know, there could be a change of government uh, uh, in a month's time. So it's very hard. Really, those forecasts of GDP per capita are very hard to make, especially with a, a change in government. But for the moment, on current settings, we know that GDP per capita is going to be declining over the next you know, six months to a year. Okay, so second point they've got here, Treasury, and I think you've already covered this, but 
is what they're saying. Treasury not forecasting a recession. Yeah, not. Well, a, they are forecasting a recession in terms of GDP per capita. Yeah, per so capita. So let's be clear. I think yeah. he misrepresented what the Treasury have uh, have stated. Figure one point one. They've got real GDP per capita, and they've got a green line, and it it drops. Uh, if you go up to June twenty twenty four, it's dropping. So it's only when you're looking at total GDP, which accounts includes uh, immigration, that it's going up. So the Treasury is forecasting a recession based on GDP per capita. And that's what actually matters to all of us, how much we're earning. Yeah, totally. Inflation to return to 1% to 3% target band next year, really? Yeah, well, really, who knows? Who knows? Yeah, that would be a huge reduction in inflation if it did. Well, this 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 from a Reserve Bank governor who told us a few years ago, uh, he told Bloomberg News that uh, the world would uh, not go back to an era of of stagflation. He said those those days are long gone. It was reported in World News, the era of rising inflation and rising unemployment. And he said that uh, that was... When Bloomberg asked him, "Is that a worry over the next few years?" he said, "He's he, his his reply that those those days are, are they're a thing of the past, and now we're in an era of of stagflation with rising unemployment and uh, high inflation." So the governor himself got those forecasts wrong. So you know who knows what's going to happen to inflation over the next few years. Wages said to grow four point eight percent a year over forecast period. A year, really. 4.8% because we'd have to be earning earning to support that, underpin that, wouldn't we? Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, who knows? Um, that's right. I mean, I think it, it, one of the more accurate forecasts, um, at least over the next six months, is, is the population increase. I mean, they know over the last six to eight months uh, how many immigrants have come into the country. I mean, I, I'm not arguing from position that I'm anti-immigration at all, but I just think they should be honest about, you know, why the economy's growing. And uh, it, they're, they're growing it on the backs of immigrants. Um, so the, the, we know that immigration is running at that rate. And it's probably, you know, difficult to stop that overnight. So I think yeah, probably but a wage that, is that's quite that an accurate much. forecast. A wage is going to grow 4.8% a year over forecast period. That seems quite op- optimistic. Yeah, look, I, I have no opinion on yeah, that. I, okay. I, I, I t- tend to agree that it's uh, these are quite optimistic forecasts. Unemployment to peak below the long-term average. I guess what? how long is a piece of string there too, really, is it? Well, again... Um, who knows? Because should inflation um, stay high and should interest rates be jacked up again um, because inflation's running wild, then that could put, put uh, unemployment up more. So that's very contingent on what is going to happen to interest rates over the next year. And inflation is by no means conquered. So, uh, yeah. Um, last, ma- high, you know? last major point here, fiscal rules met. Net debt to peak at 22.8% of GDP, 24-25. Then a return to surplus in forecast period 26 to 27. Okay. Well, uh, he better not take the forecast period further than that, because if you look at the Treasury's own long-run, long-term fiscal forecasts, they show our debt to GDP blowing out to 100%. 
uh, by around 2050. So, and that's on the back mainly of increased healthcare spending, but also pensions. And uh, and there's no way our current taxes can pay for that. The Treasury say the only way to avoid that blowout is to make uh, this healthcare system, for exa- example, work more efficiently, and the government hasn't done that. So let, let's be clear, it's not a popular topic with many uh, non-economists, these long-term fiscal forecasts, but um, people should know about them because, again, uh, Robertson's fudging the numbers here. He's trying to say, and this is how delicate the tightrope is, he's saying, look, the budget's gone to hell the last the next year or two with a $10 billion or so deficit. So it's very big right now. But oh, in a few years' time, it's going to come down. But then my own Treasury forecasts show it exploding again uh, in the longer run, in the 2030s, 40s, and 50s. So it's high now. Uh, promise me that in a few years it'll come down before it explodes again. Well, he's so not around that's then. the picture of the fiscal uh, debt. And, and being a politician, he's focusing on, what, a, a time period in the next you know, three to four years where he'll say it's going to come down then. He's long gone, out Before and afterwards. 2050, he's long gone. Okay, um, a couple of uh, final things. So this is how they wrap it. The pre-election economic and fiscal update released yesterday shows New Zealand's economy is turning the corner with uh, growth, meaning no recession, wages ahead of inflation, more people in work, even as the impact of challenging global conditions and the North Island weather events. Why have they put that in there? We have storms. Well, blaming it on the weather. We always have storms. For three years. Bl- they've been blaming all, uh, uh, everything wrong with our country on the weather for three years now. So it's well, an easy ever one. Ever since the floods and ever since the Auckland storms, the, the weather is to blame. Okay, and the That's, Wahini storm didn't happen, if right? If it's not the weather, it's Putin. Yeah, so, yeah, of course, um, yeah. It's become a, a, a laughable. Or I mean, Putin's Robertson controlling the weather. And or blame the weather, and they blame Putin for all our problems. So it's just part of the narrative that they haven't done anything wrong. It's the weather, and when it's not weather, it's Putin. And just um, uh, just to wrap on the um, with all of this, our credit rating has stayed pretty um, high. You know, it, it, it looks good. I think it's triple A plus, isn't it, and stable. Um how do we explain that if we're per capita in a recession and uh, you know we've been borrowing lots of money? How can we maintain that? We explain it because this country um, at least used to be a country that was well run, of which Kiwis were proud, and which sadly probably a majority of Kiwis are no longer proud, and which is why they're probably going to vote this government out. And over the long period of which we were proud to be Kiwis and the country was being well run. And I don't mean, I'm not being partisan uh, because it wasn't just Bill English, but also uh, Cullen as well. Under when Helen Clark was prime minister, there was quite a long period of time over which successive governments paid down our debt. So uh, going back a, a decade or so, our country had one of the lowest public debt to GDP ratios uh, in, in the world, we were doing incredibly well on that. And it was due to the efforts of people like uh, Cullen and Bill English. So when Labour got elected, they inherited uh, an economy that was in very good shape, with very low public debt. They've exploded that debt 
um, through uh, this borrow spend by overspending on things like the the, uh, the fiscal stimulus. But because we started from such a low base, we're not in a danger zone yet for the credit rating agencies. So countries like America went into the pandemic with, I don't know, public debt to GDP more like 60 70%. We went into it more like 15%, 15-20. We've added as much debt as and more than these other countries. But because we started from such a low base, we're not yet on the, on the warning list of the credit rating agencies. So it's no thanks to Robertson whatsoever or Hipkins. Any final comments, Rob, before we end the chat? No, none at all. None at all. Thanks for coming on, Rob McCulloch, professor, economist, all those things, Auckland University. And uh, we were talking about the preview, which came out yesterday. And we'll talk again some other time, I'm sure, Rob. Thanks. Yeah, thanks, Paul. RCR with Paul Brennan, Reality Check Radio.